This is Tiff from the Tiffany Micah podcast. Hope you are having an absolutely awesome, awesome day and you're charging forward, working on achieving your goals every day because that's what it's about. We want to make sure that you're on the right path and achieving everything that you want to achieve. Now, what I want to share with you today and what I want to talk to you about today is creating your Um, daily standards and your values and why I want you to start putting this in place is because it's really dictating to yourself how you believe that you should be operating. Now this is not what you're actually doing right now because there might be things that you're actually doing that you're not overly happy with how you are conducting yourself so what we want to make sure that what you're actually doing is you're actually creating a list of standards on how you expect what you expect from yourself what you expect yourself to operate each day what type of level in which you need to be operating and also a a list of values what you believe is true to you and why those are true to you and what you're doing about those every day because the thing is is we can drift through life and just take, you know, day in, day out, go through the motions, still want what we want, still want to achieve what we want. But the thing is, is if you're not really clear about what it is that you want, then this is where we then have a problem because it's actually holding you back from achieving your goals because you're actually not working at the standard that you expect from yourself, even though that you want to to do that, but you've actually not listed out what you expect from yourself. And when you actually write it out, how you want to operate, your daily mode of operation, what you want, uh, you know, expecting your level to be, your standard to be and what your values are really changes and lifts you to another level. Now, I'm not a big fan of saying, okay, this will take you to the next level because um, it sounds a bit cliche to me. But the thing that it will do, it will shift you, okay? It will shift you up to the next step because You've got to where you are by what you're doing now and where you are in your life now. So everything that you have done, this is how you want to look at it. Everything that you have done to this point, to this very day, is your mode of operation, how you've operated yourself throughout the day because what it has done, it's given you the result and the result is what you are actually doing and performing and and how you're conducting yourself now. Right now, if you if you want to shift that and take it to a level in which that what you expect of yourself, because you see other people achieving goals and dreams, and you want to be like them, and they're your role models, but if you're not conducting yourself in that same way, 
you, you, you're not going to get there. And the reason for that is, is, is that same old saying is doing the same thing every day, expecting a different result. Because if you're continuing to do the same thing that you're doing every day right now, it's giving you a particular result and it's giving you the result of what's actually happening for you throughout the day or throughout today, for example. But if you really want really to achieve and you have these role models that you're wanting to be like and they're the people that, that are inspiring you, then you need to shift that. Right, you need to to make some changes in that and shift yourself so that you're actually moving up the ladder versus being stuck. Okay, and and that was a big thing that I had, especially growing up. Like you know, my thing was, and you've probably heard me talk about it before, but my thing was to be, you know, the best tennis player in the world. Like not just a professional tennis player. I wanted to be the best. But you know what? I didn't have a daily mode of operation. I didn't know that I could shift my level of thinking. I just thought that when, you know, when I was playing tennis in in that era of the 80s and early 90s, I just thought that I should know everything. And because I didn't know it, I thought, well, okay, well, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing, what I'm doing, because I didn't know any different. And the fact that I didn't know any different, we came back to really about what I thought about me, because I didn't fit into the school system. I wasn't academically um, minded. I got, I was smart enough to get away with things that I didn't have to do too much work. So great, but you know what? It didn't serve me because what it did was I thought of myself was, you know, that I was dumb. So I grew up through my school years thinking that I was dumb. Oh, I'm just a sports person, so I'm a dummy, not knowing anything. So I didn't think that because of, you know, what I thought of me, thinking that I was, you know, not very smart, was the fact that, oh, well, I shouldn't know how to do anything because I don't have a brain anyway because I'm not very clever, right? So, and and the reason for that was because, you know, my, I learned differently than the way the school system teaches. But at the time, I thought I was dumb because I just, there were certain things I just didn't understand and I couldn't comprehend. But the reason for that was, is the way that, it, that the information was being taught, well, of course I didn't understand it meant nothing to me because I wasn't taking it in. I wasn't receptive because the way in which I learned was different than the way in which they taught. It's very difficult. You can understand from where teachers are coming from because it's very difficult to teach a group of 30 kids because all the 30 kids have different ways of learning. Now, I've developed a lot of that sort of thing throughout my teaching career in sport is that I teach in so many different ways because everyone learns differently. So, you know, some people learn verbally, some people learn by touching and feeling, some people learn by visual. So I make sure that everything that I do in that is all geared around that type of learning because I'm the same. Verbal does not work for me so well. I have to listen to things over and over and over again. Visual works great for me because that's the way I learn. I learn by watching and then I learn by doing. You might be the same as me. But the thing the thing was, was I had a level of standard that I was operating at at that time, working so, so hard. 
but I didn't know that I could continue to work on raising my standards, raising my levels, raising the way I thought about myself because I didn't think that I was smart enough to do that. I thought I was dumb, so therefore I didn't use my mind. I look back, I go, oh, I cringe with the lack of knowledge, right? The lack of confidence, the lack of belief that I had in me at that time. But you don't have to have this. And this is the thing now, it doesn't matter how old you are. So I'm 48 now speaking to you and I'm looking back at when I was 17, 18, 19, even 16, 20, 21, 35, you know, and I'm looking back at those ages and I'm like, oh, gee whiz, I wish I had known that I could start working on myself in this way. And, and, you know, my journey for my development started when I was 35. I went, you know what, I'm just not, I'm looking for answers. I don't know what they are. I've got to, I've got to go and find out what my problems are, what my issues are, because I don't want to live my life like this anymore. I want to do something about it. And it's at a point in your life that you go, you know what, it's just not good enough. I want more. I want more out of me. I know and I can feel that I can get more out of me, right? So that's when my big journey really started to to work on for me and that was because I went to a course and that started, I'm sorry, I read, I started reading two books. There was one that's Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill and the second book was Me, Inc. by John McGrath. And I started reading those two books and then, and again, I didn't read because I didn't think I was smart enough to read growing up, right? It's it's really interesting the impact that certain things can have on you and certain events in your life when you're growing up that make you think that way. But it's not true. It's only a story that you create in your head. It's not true. Right, But I thought they were true because I had said them enough times that I believed that that was true. But actually, it's not true. Interesting, isn't it, how we develop these thoughts, right? So then when I started working on, on, the, um, on myself and discovering all of this, I was like, wow. I can do all of this. I can wipe the slates clean and I can start again and I can operate in the way that I want to operate. Now, with regards to the the standards and values though, again, I didn't really discover and really think about this until I heard a podcast about three years ago about all of this and I was like, wow, this is so powerful. Wow. Because I always felt that I was hitting brick walls but I felt like I could never work through the brick wall. I would say that about everything that I did in tennis, in golf, in um, business. I would get to a certain point and then I would hit this wall and I could never get past that point. I would say it all the time. You You may think that too. You may be feeling that way. And I was like, I can't understand why this is happening. I work so hard. What is it that I need to do to keep working through this? Because I just keep hitting the walls and it gets to a certain point with everything that I do. Hello, Tiff, there's a pattern arising here, right? Wasn't clued in enough at the time to go, oh, hello, there's a pattern, right? So this might be something that you can be thinking about too. So there's a pattern that arises, right? So then I was like, oh, 
this is always happening. And then I started to listen to this particular podcast and I was like, oh, great. Now, this guy's been working on himself as well and he he's sharing what he's been developing and working on with him because he was having the same thing go on for him. Very interesting, isn't it? So the thing was, was then I was like, okay, I have to raise my level of my standards. I have to raise my values because really I don't have any standards set for me. I don't have any values laid out. Very interesting, right? So that's what then started me to really work on my standards and my values. And again, these standards have been developed over time. I'm going to share with you what my standards are and what my values are, but I'm going to suggest, strongly suggest that you actually go out there and you actually sit down and you start creating your standards. Now you can use what I'm using right now. I'm, I'm happy with that. Or you can develop your own. The same with the values. I'm going to share with you what my values are. And then if you want to use some of mine, great. If you want to develop your own, fantastic. All right. I'm really excited for you that you're even listening because you know, because you're here going, you know, Tiff, things are not good enough. I want to reach my potential. I know that I can give more. I know that there is more in me. I know it. I can feel it. And I always say that to people. I feel like I was born for a reason and I have been searching my whole life for the reason. Why was I born? Why was I on this earth? It's all about finding your purpose, right? But I had this thing from as long as I can remember as I was here, I'm here for a reason. I just don't know what that reason is. There's something I'm meant to do here. And it's taken me a long time to discover it. I know what it is now. It's to impact girls, teenage girls and women to believe in themselves. You know why? Because I didn't believe in me. I didn't believe in me when I was growing up. I didn't think I was smart enough. Lack of belief. I didn't think I was good enough at sport. And that was my gift that I was given. And I'm very good at sport. But I didn't believe in me. I thought I was stupid, no brains. Again, didn't believe in me. I had a successful business. I've got a university degree. I've had a few successful businesses actually. Hit walls, but don't believe in me. People I attracted in my life, I attracted them and, you know, really control freaks to be honest. Again, I didn't believe in me. I didn't believe I was worthy of better, right? Because I didn't have any standards. My stand, well, I did actually, but they were unwritten, weren't they? Lack of belief, didn't believe in me, didn't think I was worthy, didn't believe I was worthy. Didn't believe I was worthy. Therefore, I attracted control freak men into my life. Let them speak to me and treat me the way that, that they did because I didn't believe that I deserved, deserved to be treated any better. I lived my life under their laws, right, their standards, and it was okay for them to put me down because I put myself down all the time. And I look back and I go, oh, my goodness. And that all stemmed 
simply because I didn't believe in me. I did not believe in me. And this is why I am stressing to you now, however old you are, and it doesn't matter if you're 10 or if you're 100, I want you to create a level in which you believe that you should be operating, the level that you want to operate at so that you're striving and you're achieving your goals and you're going after what you want. So what I want to share with you is the standards and the values. Now, before I share this with you, I've been reading through The Law of Success by Napoleon Hill. I thoroughly recommend this book. I actually wish that I had read this at the time that I was reading Think and Grow Rich, but everything happens for a reason and you read certain books for a particular reason that's going on for you in your life. So I've been wanting to buy this book for a long time, never got around to it, and just recently I've bought it and I'm just working through it. It's actually written as a course, actually, and very, very in-depth. And this book was written in – it was published in 1928, so it was written in the 1920s because Napoleon Hill was studying 16,000 people men and women, about how to be successful. And there's certain things that come up in this book. And this is what I want to share with you today is a particular thing that come up that has come up. And it's really interesting because this is written so, you know, virtually 100 years ago. It's nearly 100 years ago this book was written, right? Not published, but written and working through. And everything still applies the same. It doesn't matter that we've got all this technology and so on in the world. All these principles and everything that he's sharing is still the same. It hasn't changed, which is quite amazing. And and before I move on to that, you know, recently my husband and I were in um, Bath in England, which is where his family was from. And it was really interesting because we went to the Roman baths. And the Roman baths are, um, I think, is it 2,000 years old? You'll have to quote me on that one. I just can't remember exactly the, the timing of it. But I look back at it and everything's the same. They had pots that they were cooking with. They had rings, jewellery. Everything was the same. They used specific coins for, you know, obviously for money and so on. And I thought 2,000 years ago they were doing that and we're still doing that 2,000 years later. How have things changed? We still think the same. We still feel the same. We still have go through the same emotions The only thing I feel that's changed is the technology over the years. But still the buildings were built, you know. They still used um, bricks and mortar to put the buildings together in that time. How has that changed? There's a lot that hasn't changed. Very interesting. Okay, so what I want to share with you is is what um, uh, Napoleon Hill was talking about with the auto-suggestion. And this is where the, the standards and the values are going to come into it because uh, when you when I share with the standards and values with you and what you're going to be doing with them is you're going to be reading them out every day because this is the principle of auto-suggestion. And this is what Napoleon Hill actually talks about in his book. And he talks about how the... Uh, the definite chief aim upon, upon your subconscious mind is called auto-suggestion. Now, he's talking about auto-suggestion 
as something in which that you are constantly repeating to yourself all the time. And that's where these values and standards are going to come into it. But the thing is that he was saying here that you, you need have no fear of the principle of auto-suggestion as long as you are sure that the objective for which you are striving is one that will bring you happiness of an enduring nature. Be sure that your definite purpose is constructive, that its attainment will bring hardship and misery to no one, that it will bring you peace and prosperity. Then apply to the limit of your understanding the principle of self-suggestion for the speedy attainment of this purpose. Right, so what he's really saying here is you've got to be, you, this is my interpretation, you want to be suggesting to yourself how in which you want to operate. Now, this is, this is what I'm referring to with standards and values. Definite chief aim, we're going to come into um, talking about your purpose and so on in another podcast. But you can use this same auto-suggestion for that and self-suggestion because you're going to write it out and then what you're going to do is you're going to read it out every day, okay? Now, with these, I actually read them out um, every uh, during my work week. So when I'm actually working, I actually read these out. I actually have downtime, mental downtime. So when I'm having a, uh, a day off and mental downtime, I don't read these because I just want to have that mental break because... I find that if I'm doing, doing, doing all the time, I'm not allowing time also to then let ideas and, and so on flow because you're blocking that creativity out. So I make sure that I um, am doing this about five times a week, it, so through my work week, so Monday to Thursday and then on Saturdays. I don't work Friday and, and Sundays or I work half day Friday, but I don't um, do this on a Friday and I don't do this on a Sunday simply because I just give my brain some mental downtime of not doing, 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 replenishing and allowing the creativity and the ideas to flow to me because I need to create that space. Okay, so standards. Now I'm going to read out what my standards are, but I want you to go and, and put together your standards. And if you'd love to share them with me, I'd love to hear from you um, about them. So here are my standards. I wake up 4.30am every morning during the week earlier if I want to. So at the moment, I'm waking up anywhere between 4, 4.15. So again, I'm stating that I can do it earlier if I want to, and I'm setting my alarm for around that time. And I actually get up around 4.30 ready to hit the gym. I go to bed at 8 p.m. and have plenty of rest. And yes, majority of the time I do go to bed at 8 p.m. And I know when 8 p.m. comes around, I'm going, Tiff, you've got to go to bed. It's time to go to bed, right? Simply because I'm reading out these standards every day. I do my morning miracles every morning during the week. And that was the morning routine, uh, the questions, the nine questions that I ask myself every morning. So you would have heard that. I hope you're applying that. So that's what I do. I do my morning miracles every morning during the week and that's on my during my work week. And I evaluate my day at the end of my work day. So that's how to evaluate your day and the, those eight questions that you should be asking yourself to have what you should be evaluating. I meditate for six minutes every morning during the week. Now, I used to be doing it for five, but I'm just slowly shifting that into six. So there was a period when I was doing 10 minutes and so on, but because I've had a I had such a big break because I went on a golf tour and then I went away with my husband and wasn't able to do um, 
And I wasn't in that mental space to actually work on those specific things because I tend to do that when I'm in really work mode and working from home. Um, I wasn't meditating enough. So I've gone back to the five minutes, but just increased it back to six. So I meditate six mornings every morning during the week. Again, that's for my work week. I have protein shake every morning for breakfast. I've been having a protein shake for many, many years now. I find that that's, that's light, fills me up, gives me the protein that I need and um, helps me start off in, on a better in a, a better way. I prefer to have that than um, you know um, a different form of protein like eggs and so on. Um, I have protein for snacks because if you have a um, certain amount of protein throughout the day, it's better to do that to spread out the protein throughout the day versus having a protein in just one hit. So there's a particular amount of protein that you can have for your body weight and so what I do is I spread that, that protein out. I eat protein and many veggies and fruit throughout the day. I do at least one cleanse day each week. Now, the cleanse day is really a low-calorie day, and I tend to not have more than 500 calories in that day. So I do one really full-on, full cleanse day. Then I'll back it up with another day. So Wednesday is usually the cleanse day that I do where I have um, limited amount of calories and if you want to know how I do that reach reach out to me and I'll share with you how I do that um, and then I'll back it up with another day of pretty much three quarters of the day with a cleanse day but I'll have dinner at night time so I'm actually into my second day of my cleanse day but at the end of the day I'm almost likely have dinner because I start to get a little bit hungry and I don't fight that I go you know what I need some protein and veggies and so that's what I do <clears throat> Um, I plan out my day every day. I do my money playbook routine every morning. And that's a, a, a course that I did about, uh, tracking money and how to, uh, set myself up for financial success. So there's a routine that I do there. I don't finish my work day until I've achieved all my set tasks. So everything that I've written down and planned out for the day that I want to achieve, I make sure that I get all of that done. And I used to, uh, I, I actually don't plan out as many things because I used to plan out too much and I was finding that I wasn't getting um, the work done. So I, I'm actually much more structured in the way and much more alert and aware of what I need to be doing in order to get my set tasks done and the most important ones. Another standard, I work, think and act like a billion dollar woman, the CEO of Me Inc., I must work on my goals every day during the week. I must have at least one and a half to two days of downtime, no work to give myself a mental rest. So that's what I was talking about with regards to, to even when I'm reading this out. I do this during my work week, but in my when I'm not working, I don't do that, again, to give myself a mental break. I must read for 30 minutes each day and schedule reading time. Now, the reason for that is, is that it's very important to be growing and learning all the time. So it's not about just doing, it's also blocking out some time so that you're actually learning and growing on specific things that you want to know about and improve you on. I must train at the gym at least six times per week and I tend to do that early in the morning because that's why I get up nice and early. I must achieve my goals because my tribe needs me to be setting the example and I must be learning something new each day and scheduling it in. So those are my standards of how I expect myself to operate 
Now, with regards to values, I've written out some values here and what I expect from myself. And it's really important to ensure that um, that you have your values in place because you want to identify where you stand. So respect. So that's one of my values, respect. I respect everyone I speak to and have respect for all humanity. So to me, it doesn't matter well, I shouldn't say it doesn't matter. It does matter, but it's respecting other people's opinion. It's not that they're wrong. It's not that they're right. It's not that I disagree with them or I agree with them. It's just being respectful to listen. So it's always making sure that I'm respectful in listening and I res- to everyone that I'm speaking with and I respect them. No judgment. I do not judge people because I find at times that what I was finding that I was getting very judgmental about specific people, especially specific people in my life, and it was upsetting me. And I went, you know what? It's not good enough, Tiff. You shouldn't be have any judgment because they're not like you. They don't think the way you do. They don't operate the way you do. So don't judge them. So I make sure that I am non-judgmental. I still at times have to stop myself, but that's what I expect out of my values is having no judgment. Leadership, I lead people to achieve their dreams by example. So by doing what I'm doing, I'm leading you to achieve your dreams because I'm showing you what I'm doing and I'm taking you with me so that you're achieving your dreams. Adventure, I create adventure in my life. I love adventure. And I'm actually a little bit annoyed with myself, to be honest, right now, is because the last few weeks I'm not creating the adventure that I ideally want in my life. And I'm actually really annoyed with myself because I I live by three words, adventure, energy, and passion, and I'm not actually creating the type of adventure, the physical adventure, the exploring and discovering new things and putting myself out of my comfort zone in the sense of going to new places, discovering new things, doing new things I've never done before. I'm not putting myself in that, my, that space right now because I am um, spending a lot of my time and energy into building Reach Your Potential with TIFF. So at the moment, the adventure, that type of physical adventure I'm looking for, I'm actually creating it from a mental point of view. Energy. I have energy every single day to achieve my dreams, create adventure and be passionate in my life. Example. I set the example for girls, teenage girls and women to be their best. Strive. I strive to be on my A game every day. I work and give my best effort every day. Meditate. I meditate because it keeps me focused. Focused. I focus on every task, skill, because it helps me achieve my goals for my tribe. Love, I love everyone. Everyone deserves to be loved. Care, I care for everyone. I care what happens. I care what happens to you. I care what happens to the people that I love around me. I care for everyone. Relationships, I love my husband and my family more than anything and I spend quality time with my family. So those are um, my values and I've shared with you also what my standards are as well. Now I'm going to hit the ball over the net, right? I've just served you up something. What is that? You're going to hit a return back to me and your return is going to be what? 
If you're saying, Tiff, the return back from that serve of those standards and values that you shared with me, Tiff, I'm going to return that and I'm going to set up my standards and my values because that's what I want to hear from you. So what I, I'm going to say what I expect from you because you're listening to this podcast and you're listening to this podcast because you're not satisfied with where you are and you want more, you want to achieve more, you want to strive and be better. Well, let, I'm going to put you up on that now. We're stepping up onto the baseline. We're stepping up onto the first tee on the golf course. We're getting set in our... Um, in our basketball game, in the centre, ready to fight it out, what, wherever you are and whatever it is that you're doing, we're setting ourselves up to create the standard in which we expect from ourselves. And I expect this from you. There's no more excuses. There's no more, oh, no, it's okay, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. Because it's not working, is it? It's not working the way that, that you're operating right now. Because it's got you to a point. We need to shift you. We need to make you start working up that ladder. And working up that ladder is creating standards and values in which you expect yourself to operate. What you expect from you. What I expect from you. The ball is in your court. Okay, so I've served the ball over. Now, what you've got to do is you've got to hit a return back to me. You can even return me down the line and try and pass me. It's fine. But what I want you to do is I want you to create your standards, way in which you expect yourself to operate, and I want you to create your values and what you expect from yourself. I'm looking forward to hearing your response. So I would love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today. And if you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these podcast shows, these episodes, I'd love it if you could share with your friends because we want to build the reach of potential with TIFF community as big as we possibly can because we can. We can do it together. And if you would love to reach out to me, come and visit me at um, tiffany-mica.com, my website. You can get my email address, everything from me. Um, if you want to connect with me, you can connect with me via social media. But right now, what's the job for you? I've served the ball over and you're about to hit a return. And what's the return? You're going to go and create your standards and your values and what you expect from you. So right now I want you to dream big, believe in you and go after your dreams. Have an awesome day. Take care and talk soon. Are you so frustrated that you feel no matter how hard you work, you don't feel like you are getting anywhere? To the point you are constantly tired, you hit burnout regularly, even feel like you're just going backwards. This is why it's time, it's time to make the necessary changes and get a coach. A coach is someone who helps you establish the foundations you need to achieve the goals you so badly want. Without the right foundations, you will continue to get frustrated, hit burnout and feel like you're going backwards no matter how hard you work. This is why you need to enroll in the First Bounce program. The First Bounce program is setting up systems and habits and having them in place 
These are the foundations you'll need to achieve your goals. Without these, you'll keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. For more information about the First Bounce program, go to tiffany-mika.com, scroll to the bottom of the site, click on the First Bounce program, fill out the application form to see if you qualify for the First Bounce program, as I only work with those who will do the work required to get the results. If this is you, then I look forward to working with you. Dream big, believe in you, and go after your dreams.